0: Welcome to the Product Bakery Podcast. My name is Christian, I'm Alex,
1: and together we present you the ingredients to build the right products.
0: So Alex, it's been a while and we finally managed to sit together on the couch and do the podcast recording. But... I'm happy to welcome a new guest that we're having today.
1: Yeah, we, I mean, we already introduced him in one of our last episodes. Yeah. Today he's here in person again, so excuse any barking or eating the microphone, which uh, might potentially happen. But yeah, thanks for having me over at your place, Christian.
0: As always a pleasure, Alex. So what's on our mind today?
1: That's a good question. Anything specific in your mind?
0: Well, I I had a coaching call today and there's a topic we've discussed, I think, a couple of times, but I was just surprised again how many product managers are struggling with the aspect of not having enough time. And I think this not only counts for product managers, but also designers, right?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think time is uh, the biggest problem, uh, especially with full calendars. A lot of like daily maintenance tasks that everyone has to do, uh, updates, emails and stuff. I mean, I think probably one of the biggest problems is that there is no time to do actual work, right?
0: Yeah, but I would also say it's not only about the time aspect. It's also about the role and the responsibility because, yeah, I mean, there's still product people who do things they are not supposed to do I would say and uh, as far as I hear you sometimes it also counts for designers and I was just thinking to pick up that topic today so what would you recommend well, to maybe let's let's start with with the with the problem statement or with the problem because and it's also a question to to our audience have you ever experienced that you are busy with day-to-day business and you're not able to do research or customer interviews user interviews etc and uh, do you feel that something is going wrong?
1: I would say a lot of people can probably relate.
0: Yeah, and and, and this is actually the, the the challenge that many people are facing, and that I was just confronted with again. So um, yeah, there was there was one product manager who was struggling, and yeah, I have to uh, I cannot uh, I cannot use uh, names, you know, but this person was struggling with the fact that they were doing too much, uh, um, uh, what was it again? Ah, I'm missing the English word, Uh, too much uh, QA. And uh, I mean, if you spend more than 20 or 30% of your time with doing QA with your team, I would say there is something wrong when it comes to your role description.
1: I mean, isn't it in general something that should be more on the developers or on actual QAs?
0: So... My opinion is very strong when it comes to that and it's yes it is but I mean we all know in startups at the beginning you know you do everything you you do customer support especially when you're an early stage startup you do marketing you do also testing but you need to find a time where you make the shift away from that and that requires you as a product manager to say no or to start talking to your CTO, CPO, boss whatever and tell them hey I used to do that but I cannot do I can't do this anymore because it takes too much of my time. And I believe if you're not managed to do the shift to make the switch to not do those work anymore and to hand over the responsibility back to for example the engineering team or a QA manager or whatever you will always be stuck in the yeah workload.
1: And I feel like it's I mean probably slightly different topic um but uh, like i do think that pms take on a lot of the tasks that nobody
0: else wants to take yeah because some people do not manage to say no right yeah
1: even though i mean the pm should in general be the one person saying no (laughs) more than everyone else but it's it's like all the way like uh, uh, I think there is always like this idea also that PMs are the ones writing tickets and moving the tickets through the board and stuff like that. But like even that's something that probably shouldn't be necessarily only the PMs' tasks, right? I think like the developers can actually take a lot of that load um, as well, and I think it should generally also help them. The PM to have more time, right? Like, I think if it's, if the PM job is like writing tickets and QAing what's being launched, um, I mean, what's left from the actual product management.
0: One hundred percent. And I think if you are in a position where you realize that you don't have enough time to do the things you would like to do or that you want to do or that you have to do, whether it's strategy or talking to your customers, I think it's important to sit down and I don't know, to maybe write down, hey, what am I doing on a day to day business? and how much time does it consume of uh, of my day or of my week right so if i if i come up with a list and qa is for example on top of that and it costs me 30% of my time or i don't know if i have to answer uh, questions within the sprint which takes 25% of my time let's say i'm just making up these those numbers then i need to start revisiting my current situation and ask myself what can i do better or what can i ne- uh, delegate to someone else for example if i do qa and I don't want to do this anymore. And I also believe at some point it should be definitely taken over by the team. I think it's time to confront, to, to, I mean, to confront your manager, right? To say, Hey, it's, it's, I cannot take this responsibility anymore. And then I would also leave it up to the manager to solve that because a normal reaction is that on normal reaction or s- typical reactions are that, for example, your VP product says, no problem. Just set up a meeting with the engineering manager and, and, and tell him or her, right? Or talk to the CTO and. Usually a product manager does that including myself in the past but I think here it's important to delegate this back to the manager right because that's that's a, that's a bigger issue that's not a, a product manager issue that's something that needs to be discussed on leadership level and also defined and it's important to make to make clear that this is the responsibility of your boss to initiate at least the process to discuss that and you should be invited to those meetings but as a participant not as the leader
1: but is it only like the uh, responsibility of the boss, like or how much do I as an individual also have the room to I mean, I think it's at the end it also comes down to the way how I work with my team, mm. right? And I feel like if I see that I'm the only one doing QA, like can I directly delegate more to the engineering manager, or do I have to necessarily delegate it?
0: Yeah, that's actually a very good question. And uh, it's not easy to answer because it depends on uh, a lot on the the structures and the way teams work. I mean, I just said what I said based on the call that I had today. For example, if you have like a CTO or CPO who are constantly pushing to deliver, who are also the founders of a company, for example, I mean, there's definitely a big conflict uh, within the roles, right? So. I think especially there, it makes sense to escalate this to a higher level. But I mean, if you're good with your team, you can also dis- discuss this within the retrospective saying, hey, I can take that workload, and I believe as a product manager that you should take over as a team and then you can discuss. But uh, it's also important to know that this is a process. It doesn't matter if you do this on a team level or on a leadership level. Such a change takes time. But the product manager is the one who should or who can not who should, but who can initiate that process. And I believe that's important and that's also a sign of product leadership to address those topics, to address the the concerns that you have and to make sure that you come up together with a solution.
1: And what would you say would be a good balance really in terms of like the work distribution or the different tasks that a PM should do throughout the day?
0: I mean, you know, coffee in the morning first should be definitely. percent <laughs> No, uh, again, it depends on, on the company and the structures, right? But I think there should be, if you look at a week, there should be always enough time, and I talk about hours, to focus on strategy, to, I mean, actually to not work, but to think. Uh, to sit down and to just think is so important. And you know, these days people expect you to work and to do something to 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 do just that, to do something crafty. You know, by by writing stories or by I don't know, moving tickets as you mentioned. But this is not all about product management, right? It's to sit down and to to think, to look at data, to to evaluate what's going on, to talk to customers, to hear what they're missing, and to not directly to jump uh, jump to actions, but rather. Ask myself what is a sensible or good change for the product in looking at the bigger picture, and uh, this is something that cannot happen if you are fully loaded with work and you don't have time.
1: Yeah, and I see the very exact same thing, like also with uh, within design, right? Where I mean, the thinking, the exploring, the the trying to come up with new ideas um, that then can lead to new strategy or new tests or new experiments that you actually want to run that is extremely important and i think it goes back into um the conversation also about being proactive versus reactive that we have a lot of time and if you want to be proactive you obviously need to have that time Um, at the same time and like I think another part to this like proactive and thinking and thinking about the strategy, uh, just like talking about like myself, what helps me a lot is to have these conversations with my product peer, Mm. right? So um, like just with an hour alone, I think like thinking in isolation is also a pretty tricky thing or thinking about like strategy. So it's definitely something where I need to then have okay this is the document that we're working on or this is like kind of the the presentation that we're working on and we can discuss it together and we can spare different ideas that then helps me like also move forward when I have the time to do it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah and I mean it's actually good that we talk about it and I was also about to ask you what are the the, the most common I don't know, work blockers or or, uh, day-to-day tasks designers do that they maybe not should be doing? I mean, a mix
1: of things, right? Like, there is always, like, okay, I'm just, like, working on uh, some very specific designs that are being requested, right? So, where the PMs or leadership or devs or so on. Mm -hmm. So, I think, like, sometimes just, like, the actual design work doesn't allow or uses up a lot of like the time that you would need to actually like think more about the future of the product. Mm. Um, Another big part is definitely like meetings, alignments and stuff like yeah. that. So like uh, sometimes also formats that come through the business, right? Like it's the stand-ups, it's the retros, it's like a lot of like rituals where everyone's always being invited but maybe it's not the best yeah. time spent uh for for a designer and um so yeah i would i would say it's probably a lot of that then i mean you document things um you have like different conversations also within the the functional area of design where you align with other people where you give feedback it's i mean at the end 40 hours is just like not a lot and the biggest problem is actually like also context switching because mm. if you have only a few hours here and there, um until you're like really getting into that mindset, um and yeah. until you have the focus and you're ready in the next meeting, that's that's what also fucks you up a lot. Yeah.
0: And and that's why I'm also always telling product people to make sure to schedule meetings I mean as close together as possible right so if you have let's say at 10 in the morning a stand-up it makes sense to do the backlog grooming right after that instead of doing it in the afternoon and forcing people to go into this con- continuous interruptions and and context switching modes but i think this whole topic of or generally this whole meeting culture that you that you see in companies is to me like i mean honestly it's a disease it's a real disease. Uh, so people spending so much time on meetings and most of the time people say, hey, it wasn't worth it. And I I, I did something else. Right. So and, and I'm just thinking about I created like a kind of I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure how to call it, but like a kind of yes, no uh, metrics to decide whether you want to go or should go to a meeting or not, maybe we can... I mean, Actually, we, we should link it into this podcast description. So please, if you're interested, make sure to click it. I will link it. So because uh, I think it's very important to ask the question, am I needed, first of all? Can I contribute anyhow? And if the answer is no, maybe you shouldn't go there. And if the answer is is yes, then you should still ask yourself the question, can I send someone else there? Or can I get the information afterwards right so the sorry the first question is actually um am i someone who's needed in terms of contribution or is it just for me to receive information because if it's a meeting where i just receive information i would definitely ask myself if it makes sense to go there or if i can read afterwards the tldr email or something like that so i know it sounds very simple. if there is one if there is one yeah i know it sounds simple but it helped me a lot back then to to better yeah schedule my time and also to say even more no at the end of the day
1: Yeah. I mean, I I totally agree with the concept. (laughs) I have to say, looking at my personal calendar, um, I mean, obviously it also changes like with different roles uh, and the different touch points that they inherit with a role, right? But for me, it's like really (laughs) sometimes it's... I mean, well, the role description is pretty much meetings (laughs) at the end. Um, But yeah, that also means that uh, strategic work and uh, thinking gets moved into the evenings and into the after hours because there is simply not a lot of meetings where I can say no.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I I can understand. But but here's the thing, at the end of the day, whether it's meetings or you want to do more strategic work or whatever it is, the very first step is to figure out Where you spend time, you're not supposed to spend time. And in my opinion, that's the very first step and the very first obstacle that you need to solve in order to move on, right? We don't need to talk about how to do better research or how to change processes in a bigger style. First of all, you need to make sure that you can free up yourself to be able to think and then come up with solutions and and pitch it and as you said involve other people like your product peer your design peer but in order to do that in a good and effective way you need to start with yourself and that's actually yeah my my point of view to start with that
1: yeah i uh, I, I think that's the, that's that's a good point right like going and analyzing the time and then optimizing based on that And freeing up enough time, I think the calendar is actually like a really important tool here.
0: I mean, people back then were (laughs) when we worked at SumUp. When when they when they uh, passed uh, through my desk, they were always saying to me, "Christian, you're just looking at your calendar all day. Are you working?" I said, "Yes, that's what I'm doing. I'm thinking about my time. (laughs) It's so important."
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. Well, then, um, I mean, I would say time management starts with a clean calendar and with a good understanding of each individual's calendar and the time that we spend. And say no. Absolutely. One of the most important things in product.
0: So, anything else to say?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> Bam, that
0: was effective.
1: <laughs> cool. Then, Strunki, it was great uh, spending oh, the one evening more with thing you.
0: thing we should not forget is to not forget to click the subscribe button.
1: Oh, yeah subscribe, and talk to you next time.
0: Bye-bye.